Life is full of questions, and often the answers are difficult. Stephen Baker seeks to answer various questions about life and faith using the Bible as his only source. Join in each week as Stephen tackles the challenge of life questions. Here's Stephen. Hi there, welcome to our slot, The Folly of Atheism. We're on part four, and the proposition that we're putting forward today is that it would be a very foolish thing to be an atheist in light of what the Bible says, in light of the fact the Bible exists. I have a book in front of me, and it's called Seven Reasons Why You Can Trust the Bible, by a guy called Erwin W. Lutzka. Uh, It's a really interesting book. I've done a lot of reading on this type of uh, stuff, because as a Christian, I'm very, very concerned to know whether the Bible is trustworthy. I don't want to just believe it because people have told me. Now, this book's really good. I'm not going to throw all the details of it. But this book gives us seven reasons, a logical reason, a historical reason, a prophetic reason, a Christ-centred reason, a scientific reason, a a providential reason, and a personal reason. You could put it under the other headings. You could talk about the preservation of the Bible. Here's a book that has withstood the test of time. It's withstood opposition. Many have tried to destroy it. In fact, some of the great men who totally disbelieved God or the Bible, determined to destroy the Bible, the Bible has outlived them all. That's a very interesting fact. The Bible has been preserved even though many civilizations have tried to get rid of it. The Bible makes some very big claims for itself. It says it is the word of God that lives and abides forever. So the Bible claims to be an eternal book, claims to be the eternal word of God. There's another claim the Bible makes, and it is this. The Bible says that it is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The Bible is claiming exclusivity. It is saying that it alone is able to give you the information to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. Then the Bible makes claims as to its origin. I turned up some verses here. In my Bible, because the Bible claim makes claims, it's for you to look at them and you can test them. This is what the Bible says. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. That literally means it is breathed. God breathed. It's hot with the words of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Uh, a verse that the man called Peter wrote, and he said about the Bible, that no prophecy of the scripture is any private interpretation. For prof- the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the Bible is claiming that its words are the result of God's Spirit giving holy men his word. They were moved by the Holy Spirit. He gave them the truth. They wrote down what God said. So the Bible claims to be God-originated. It claims to be eternal, the word of God that lives and abides forever. It claims to be able to make men and women wise unto salvation. And that's through faith which is in Jesus Christ. Now, God's word, the Bible describes itself in many different ways. Some of them are very, very interesting. Claims to be food for the soul of men. It's like milk. Desire the sincere milk of the word. It says it's like a hammer and can break the hardest nut, the hardest rock. God's word can work on the heart and the conscience of people. God's word is like gold. It's precious. And you know, it is an incredible book, the Bible. Of the seven reasons that this man, Erwin Lutzer, Uh, gives. One of them is Christological. What does that mean? Well, that means that the Bible predicted things about Jesus Christ that were fulfilled in his life to perfection. Now, that could come under the general banner of prophecy. The Bible is packed full of prophecies. That is, predictions of events that would take place in the future. And the Bible's not like the prophecies of men. 
people who claim to be able to predict the future. It's not fluffy, it's not grey, it's not vague, it's precise. I'll give you an example. In the book of Daniel, chapter 9, it predicts exactly the time period between the instruction that was given to rebuild the city of Jerusalem and when Messiah would appear on the scene. And you can check it out if you're interested. There's a book by a man called Sir Robert Anderson. It's called The Coming Prince. And he outlines, he checks the detail, he works out the maths, and he calculates the exact period of time from when the instruction was given by Artaxerxes to rebuild the city of Jerusalem until the day that Jesus arrived in Jerusalem on what people call Palm Sunday was the exact time period that was stated in Daniel chapter 9. Now that's just one example. The Bible predicted the place of the birth of Jesus. It, it predicted his method of crucifixion, his method of death, which was crucifixion, long before men had invented that. And many called the higher critics tried to disprove the accuracy of the Bible many, many years ago. And they found to their dismay and to the delight of Christians that the Bible has proven to be trustworthy. Let me give you five reasons as I finish this little slot. The Bible has been preserved when men were trying to destroy it. There's a harmony in the Bible. Though it was written by over 40 different authors over a period of 1,500 years, the majority of whom never met each other because they weren't geographically in the same location. There's a harmony through its teaching from cover to cover. The prophecies, the predictions of the Bible, they stack up. They've not been disproved as yet. The accuracy of the Bible in terms of science, in terms of medicine, in terms of geography, the accuracy of the Bible... And the final one, it meets the needs of men and women. It makes us wise unto salvation. It points us to a saviour and it shows us our sin. It gives us the reason why we die and it shows us the solution in Jesus Christ. I put to you today the folly of atheism falls on this point. The others are important. This is vitally important. The Bible stands as a witness to say there is a God who has spoken. Thus saith the Lord, says the Bible repeatedly. It is the word of God. May God bless you through reading it today. You're listening to Life Questions by Stephen Baker, an honest attempt to answer life's toughest questions using the Bible. Located in Liverpool, England, Stephen is active in spreading the Word of God through social media, blogging, radio broadcasts, and podcasts.